0: This week, we find out how to choose a podcast host. Hello. Thank you very much for letting me into your earbuds. It's an honor and a privilege for me to welcome you to Business Souls, the podcast which helps you maximize your magnificence by exploring one topic about business each week for 10 minutes. So without further ado, it's over to me to start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 26, How to Choose a Podcast Host. Hello, business souls. Over the next few weeks, you're going to see, as I said last week, me doing a series of lives on YouTube. I will announce when it's coming up, but if you watch at business souls, and that's like it sounds, business and souls, and souls is S-O-U-L-S, either on Instagram or Twitter, and you will see when that's coming up. We don't want to push our ideas onto customers. We simply want to make what they want. And that's by Laura Ashley from Laura Ashley, the British textile design company. So what is a podcast host and why do you need one? Well, essentially you need one for one main reason. So unlike YouTube, where you kind of go to YouTube and when you've got a channel on YouTube, you upload your content to YouTube. And YouTube stores your files and then it streams those files to the people that want to watch your content. However, for a podcast, you have to store your own files, which is fine. So effectively, people stream those files. Now the problem is you can there's no reason why you can't store them on your website other than if your podcast gets very, very popular. It will absolutely hammer your website and it will no longer work and it would just literally grind to a halt. So the recommendation always is never store. And I would say the same thing for video files as well. Never store audio or video files on your main website. So a podcast host is specifically designed to store your content on there. But in addition to that, they provide RSS feeds and those RSS feeds feeds, which effectively what you would probably consider like a news feed, but it is effectively is an XML document that tells podcast directories where they can find content and what the content is all about. And what you'll find is the vast majority of podcast hosts will actually create that RSS feed and will store that for you. So and essentially if they don't, then they're probably not really worth going to. So that, that's one other thing that you want. The other thing is podcast hosts are designed to stream content. You know that, Their whole infrastructure is designed around that, which is obviously very, very important because you do not want the same thing happening. As I said, you know if you store them on your website, you may find your website grinds to a halt. Obviously, if they're designed to stream content, then that won't happen. Quite often, the podcast host will also provide a mini website, which can be really useful if you're just starting off a podcast and you don't have a website at that point. And generally, they also provide easy ways to get into the various podcast directories. So let's explore for a minute what podcast directories do. So essentially, a podcast directory is how people access, in the vast majority of cases, a podcast. And effectively, it's... All the podcasts that have registered with that podcast directory. What that allows the users to do is essentially search. So, let's say uh, I want to find a podcast on Gin, for example. You put in Gin, and you'll get a whole load of podcasts coming back. And then you can decide which podcast sounds as though it's going to be the one for you. And that's all podcast directories are really designed to do. But what they also do is they promote podcasts so if a podcast is doing really well and has lots of downloads then it may get elevated in the ranks so generally podcasts are ranked by category so let's say you've got a business podcast like this and lots of people start listening to it what you'd find is it gradually go up the category and obviously the higher up the category so if you're a number one or number 10 in the business category for example people are likely to listen to you a lot more so obviously that's one thing you want to try and do and the way podcast directories get their information is by this RSS feed that I talked about before so that is really important to understand so kind of ni- nicely and neatly leads me on to how do you decide on the podcast host well one of the first thing is what podcast directories do they support kind of out of the box so most will support Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer as a, and, and Spotify. But a lot of them, particularly Captivate and, and Buzzsprout, but M- Captivate is very good at some of the other feeds that it allows you to integrate with. What you ideally want is to kind of push a button and it kind of go into the, the podcast directory. With a lot of them, that doesn't happen because they've got their own processes to to do that, but it will get you quite a long way to to doing that. So that's really important, the the podcast directory support, and you should really sort of consider that. The other thing you should consider is how popular they are. So the the two ones that I'm going to talk about in the minute that I would recommend, Captivate and Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is kind of the number one, so that does kind of influence perhaps your decision because... Certainly, when I was with Buzzsprout, I think you got a lot more downloads because you could put the Buzzsprout name and, and, and they would kind of try and help you market a little bit. So I, I do think, you know, that that is definitely something to consider. The other th- thing to consider, obviously, you know, do they provide you with a website? Now, what more often you'll find is you won't get a website if you don't pay for it. So some of these podcast hosts, you can actually have a free system so you don't even have to pay the podcast host and you can store your files generally what you'll find is after about sort of 90 days or so that they will start deleting your episodes now obviously if you've got a popular podcast you do not want your episodes being deleted because then people can't see them and they'll still kind of be in the feed so you're probably going to end up having to pay for it realistically now there are some podcast hosts that do provide a completely free service i'm not convinced that they're necessarily as good as as paying for it but um you know that is something to consider because obviously cost is something that you need to take into account the other thing you need to look at is do they provide a podcast player and how configurable is that podcast player Captivate, for example, was one of the big reasons that I chose to go with them is because their podcast player is absolutely amazing. You can change the colours on it. You can add the photo or take the photo away. You can do calls to action on it. It's, it's really very, very funky. And it's, it fits in to the particular type of website that I have. I, I, I chose specifically not to have a WordPress website for various reasons, which I I won't go into here, but that made it a bit more difficult to the type of players that I could put into my website. So I did try the Buzzsprout one, but it didn't really work for me. So that was a big reason for me moving over. There's nothing wrong with Buzzsprout. They are an exceptional podcast host, and I will talk about those in just a minute. The other thing to consider is obviously, if you have a WordPress based website, do they have WordPress support? The next thing to consider is cost. Some, and, and again, it was the reason I moved to Captivate. Some podcast hosts do it per podcast. Some podcast hosts like Captivate do it per the amount of downloads. So effectively, if you have 12,000 or less downloads, you get it for one price and you can have as many podcasts as you like. Obviously, once you go above that, then you know you start paying more then if you're at that level, you have to be happy about that, really. The next thing to consider is analytics. So how good are they at providing you the analysis on who's downloaded what and how many people are listening to your podcast? And that's really, really important and something that definitely should be at the forefront of your mind when choosing a podcast host. The next thing to decide, particularly if you have a bit of a larger team, is how many team members does it support? Again, a lot of the podcasts hosts allow maybe one or two members for one price, but you have to go up to the sort of next price point to, to get more members of a team. So it really depends on how many people in the team so that you can understand whether or not you really want to go take that forward or not. And then the last thing to really assess is what kind of resources do they have for you? so captivate is very good but but so is buzzsprout what kind of sort of sponsorship deals can they maybe help you out with a lot of them are now going to podcorn which is a a new thing to provide you with uh, sponsorship deals so you have to really assess whether or not the resources that they're offering are something that you that that is going to influence your decision If I'm honest, it didn't influence my decision. But, you know, you've got to take all of these kind of things into consideration. So from from my point of view, um, I went with Captivate. And the reason I did that is because the costs are reasonable. The player is very, very configurable. And uh, I really wanted to make sure that it it kind of worked with my website, which was was, was a key thing. So those are two key things. But I also like the fact that you can have as many members of the team as you want so as i kind of get bigger and i sort of outsource the vas essentially i can sort of add those and that that kind of appealed to me also i would definitely recommend buzzsprout as well i think their analytics are a little bit better than captivate they are kind of number one as far as i'm concerned certainly if you plug it into google and you ask for podcast hosts they come up as number one i think they're very good on their tagging as well And they're also a bit better on their file types. Most of the podcast hosts you have to convert to MP3. Whereas Buzzsprout is a bit more lenient and kind of will do the conversions for you. So I hope that's helped, sort of considering what you might want to find in a podcast host. I would love to hear from you. So if you want to talk to me, then please get in touch either at business souls, which is like it sounds business and souls and souls is S O U L S either on Instagram or Twitter via direct message, or if you want to give me some ideas for the podcast, again, you can DM me at either Instagram or Twitter or alternatively email me at podcast.ideas at B souls.com. Have you had a win for the week that you'd like to tell me about? Then please get in touch next week we are going to have a bumper podcast on launching and what I'm going to do is actually combine what was going to be number part number 8, 9 and 10 into one big podcast because I just think I want to kind of get to the end of the this series so that we can kind of move on to some other pressing topics that I really want to talk about. Remember, You're not a number. Be unique. Be you. Be amazing. And above all, be a business soul.